It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to Southampton's podcast. It's the So So Show, bringing a taste of the city into your downloads every week. Hosted by her, Zoe Hanson. And him, Simon Clark. This week, we discover a new local eco-friendly beverage. Everything we do is compostable and leaves no trace. And a local estate agent is very much helping homeschoolers. I didn't think it would be that much of a big deal, but clearly it's, it's hit heartstring and there are people that need help. And at the same time, single-handedly changing my perception of estate agents too. <laughs> yeah. So, January, how's it feel? Like the longest January in the history of Januaries ever. What are we on? Is this the 847th of January today? I mean, January always, always feels like the longest month ever. Right. But the last week has felt like a month in itself and I don't think the weather has helped us at all no not at all it's been pretty grey you know everybody's felt quite grey as well haven't they you know it's been just sort of misery after misery I know what you're saying about January and it always goes on and on and on and I remember a few years ago I, I came up with the idea of having a January birthday my birthday's at the end of October but I thought there's nothing goes on in January. We sort of need an excuse to do something. So I had a January birthday. My mum and dad sent me a card. We had a night out. Yeah, but you don't need an excuse for one of those anyway. <laughs> no, it just meant that I got a little bit more love in, in January. But, you know, it was just an excuse for a night out and it was an excuse to go out for dinner and drinks and whatever. And um, maybe we should bring that back again. The reason I think January for most people is such a long month is because they've got no money to go anywhere because of Christmas yeah and you get paid early in December yeah. sometimes don't you as well so yeah from that respect January is no different to any other January in as much as you can't go out it's just whatever the different reason for that is no but it just has really gone on and that there hasn't been any news there hasn't been any developments Joe Biden being sworn in on Wednesday was probably the biggest yeah. news event that isn't related to COVID that we've had in a long time. It is, but there was no need to take the chase off and put the American <laughs> inauguration in, was there? I was like, whoa, Biden instead of Bradders, where's he gone? <laughs> Nobody likes it when their regular viewing gets disrupted, do they? <laughs> so you're right, you're right. So this January, not only do we have no money because we spent it all on Christmas presents, but we have nowhere to go to spend it either. So there's just no... There's just no Nothing. You can't get out of it. It's a horrible circle at the moment. And you don't even get that little break for kicking the kids out the door in the morning to go to school. Oh, okay, you're feeling my pain now. All right, you're really tapping into this. How's it going, homeschooling? Homeschooling. Hmm. It's go oh, hang on a minute. We've got a homeschooler coming in now. Lois, how's homeschooling going from your perspective? Good. Is it? Yeah. Have you got a good teacher? Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get lots done? Yes. And uh, is your teacher very strict? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Shut the door. And <laughs> that wasn't a shut, that was a slam. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Um, yes. So, right, no, that's enough now. Well, it sounds like you've got it all in hand. Well, she's more confident about it than I am. <laughs> 
what's your version of events? Okay, my version of events is, um, you know, look, the first day that we were doing homeschooling, we were like, we were up. She wanted to wear her school uniform because you have to do a meeting on Zoom in the morning with the teachers and all of the kids. Um, We went for a walk before school started. It was all just like, yay, right, we're going to get this totally sorted. And I was like, I was really pleased because we had sort of a schedule for the day. A timetable. Yeah, 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 it's a a timetable. And then, um, you know, by the next day, I mean, the pupils had been suspended for wearing (laughs) pyjamas, teachers under investigation for sleeping and watching the telly at work (laughs) and letting her eat waffles and ice cream all day. (laughs) Look, my daughter's seven, coming up eight. and, And when you look at this homework, I'm like... What is that? Do you know what a time adverbial is? No idea. The the word that you would put in there to sort of say the time. So in the morning, afterwards, um, often, sometimes, it's all of that stuff, right? Okay. But it was only looking at those words that made me realise what a time adverbial is. I can't even spell adverbial, let alone know what it is. Um, So homeschooling in your house. Now, you've got teenagers, so it's a little bit different. Well, I mean, he gets up at about half eight, I think, because he doesn't come down until about lunchtime. (laughs) And the work gets done, and we had parents' evening last week. They were very positive about how well he's doing, so that's great. And with her... Well, she's doing college work and she's knocking that out. She has found it quite strange, though, that that the guy that teaches her psychology leaves the camera and the microphone on at all times when he's doing lessons. And that includes when his wife comes in from work at the end of the day and gives him a kiss and discusses (laughs) what they're having for tea and all the rest of it. And and she's like, well, I, I don't need to see this. Well, maybe that's part of the psychology course. Possibly. But but never, I think, have children been able to have an insight into their teachers' lives to the extent that they're getting at the moment. Because you'd normally spend a couple of hours a week with the teacher in a classroom. Yeah. You, you know, you'd be lucky if you worked out what their first name was. And and get overexcited if you saw them at the pub. Yeah, or you saw them <laughs> you saw them in town at the weekend. And you'd be like, oh, I've just seen Sir with his wife. Well, I think it was his wife. You know, but now... <laughs> Everything is laid bare. You know what colour the curtains are. You know what term of endearment right. she has for him, which makes it really easy for nicknames, I guess. Right. <laughs> as much as we are sort of apart, we're much more in people's lives. And I don't know about you, Simon, but I totally judge people. When we go on a Zoom, I'm like, what is that? And, oh, and uh, I like your wallpaper. That came up in a meeting the other day. Oh, I like your wallpaper. Where's that come from? (laughs) (laughs) But I think the main thing for me with homeschooling is that I know that I wouldn't be able to be a teacher because I just want to swear quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's not straightforward in many households. One thing that's causing a lot of people problems is 
printing out. If you haven't got a printer at home, how do you keep on top of all of the stuff for school that you have to print out? Well, Billy Harris from Morris Dibbon in Bitten Village is single-handedly changing the image of estate agents by making a big difference to local homeschooling families by giving them access to printing. Zoe got the heartwarming details of what they're doing. Me and my fiance Ellie, um, we've got two children. We've got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and we didn't have a printer at home. Okay. We looked online and there was just nothing. Everything which was a good price was sold out everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the closest thing we could get was, I think we paid nearly £150 for our home printer in the end. Wow. Yeah. And for two weeks or so, we didn't know what to do. And even though I was Mm -hmm. uh, coming to work, I didn't realise that, hold on a second, we can actually get... A lot of my kids' work printed off in the office. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. I had no idea why I didn't know that. But, um, but um, when we bought our printer, we started printing it off, and I was thinking, I'm lucky, I'm employed, so I've got wages coming in, but mm-hmm. there's going to be kids out there who can't get any of their schoolwork printed off. Yep, yeah. And, you know, I feel the kids have been really... I wouldn't say let down, but it's just, you know... They're They're taking the brunt of it, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Not going to school just disrupts their lives, you know, beyond belief, really. Absolutely. I mean, even my kids are struggling really, really badly, Mm -hmm. and um, they want a classroom atmosphere. So we want to try and do as much as we can do, but if you can't even print off their work, then what do you do? Right. I thought, well, why not? give something back to the community there's so much doom and gloom around yeah. and I thought well look I'll just put a local post on I think it was I love Showling, and it blew up there were so many people that just messaged saying this is such a nice thing now I didn't think it would be that much of a big deal but Clearly, it's um, it's hit heartstring, and there are people that need help. Definitely. So, what you're saying is that if anybody needs to print off their schoolwork, they can find a Morris Dibbon branch, and get in touch with them, and they can they will print it off for them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, definitely from our office. You know, if anybody needs anything printed off, just just come to the office. We've got to obviously follow the strict COVID guidelines. Yeah, of course. And we want to make it COVID safe, so, you know, everybody's going to be wearing masks. So you won't be able to see our pretty faces, but <laughs> we'll be have our hands sanitised, so when we hand it over, we're going to minimise as much risk as possible. But, yeah, just come to the office. So which which Morris Dibbon are you in? So I'm in Morris Dibbon and Bitten, which is in um, Bitten Village Precinct. We're just... Opposite Sainsbury's and uh, next to Greg's. Got, yeah. If you know Bitten, you'll know Greg's, so we're, yeah. we're not too far from there. <laughs> Is there still a queue for Greg's? <laughs> There's always a queue for Greg's, yeah, yeah. I was in there for donuts the other day. Uh, yeah, you're always queuing up for Greg's. But um, they can they can come to us at any time, as long as the office is open. All I'd say is just um, get prepped because... Um, sometimes you might get stuff as a PDF. Now, mm-hmm. for that you can just simply email it to us. I mean, the other thing is as well, if you want, you can just email our branch, and that's quite simple. That's just um, bitten at morrisdibbon.co.uk. And if you email it with your name and what bits you need printing off, what we can actually do is just print it off, put it in an envelope, and then 
you can come to the door and collect that. Billy Harris from Morris Dibbon in Bitten Village, who's single-handedly changing the image of estate agents. They're not all weasels. They're nice people (laughs) by letting people print off stuff in their premises. Isn't that just the most wonderful story? When I saw this go out on Facebook, I thought, well, we've got to be in touch with them. And then, do you know what? They've been in touch with the schools as well to, to let them know that people can come and print stuff there. I, I just think it's wonderful. And imagine, right, the amount of great press they're going to get from this. Mm. I mean, you, you couldn't pay for what they're going to get. My heart sank a couple of weeks ago when my 17-year-old printed out some college document that was about 70 pages long and she printed it in colour. I thought, I might as well just go <laughs> in the garden and burn 20 quid for printing. <laughs> Are you joking? Printing. That's the only thing with home learning and home working that I think that is so expensive. It almost costs as much as my daily commute I know, to right? print that stuff off. Right. The other thing that surprises me about this story is that you learnt that Morris Dibbon were doing this on Facebook. I thought you'd learnt from doing it because you were in the queue outside for the Greggs <laughs> and you saw a poster in the window. Well, look, I can't go past a Greggs before 10.30 and not think about getting a sausage and bacon bap with brown sauce. Wait, wait, hang on. They make sausage and bacon? Oh, my Gosh. I thought it was one or the other. I didn't realise they did combos. You did not know about this. Okay, this is a life changer. Okay, sausage and bacon bap with an orange juice as well. I, oh my gosh, they're amazing. The orange juice is just a token gesture to make you feel like it's not that bad calorie-wise, right? Well, I've got some fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's one a day countering all of the calories that you're consuming with the other hand. <laughs> It's like having a Diet Coke with a Big Mac, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, this January, this month, um, is normally a, a massive month for dating. People go on dating sites, they go on Tinder, they go on Bumble, they go on Plenty of Fish. Um, January is always that sort of rebirth, right? Okay, this year's going to be my year, I'm going to meet someone and all of that stuff. And to be honest, it's sort of like a... It's like a habit for me now <laughs> in January, I think. Right, which dating site am I going to find a loser on this year? So I've been on a couple of dating sites, but I can tell you, Simon, that the conversations that are going on in a January lockdown are the dullest ever. Because if you say to someone, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Where have you been? What have you been up to? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> What are you going to tell them? Yeah, I I went to Tesco on Tuesday, um, made a curry last night. That's about it, isn't it? And And the conversation really falters there. You need to have a very strong small talk game to survive on dating websites in January, I'm guessing. I mean, most of the time you would anyway, but but certainly (laughs) this January, you know, it's really hard. Like, I don't know if they want to hear that I've been watching Married at First Sight and that is my goal for the day, to get to bedtime and get into bed and think, oh, I've got an episode of Married at First Sight Australia to watch (laughs) (laughs) with a cream egg. (laughs) What a catch. (laughs) Yeah. But of course, the other advantage of that is if you do end up in a conversation with someone that you're really not interested in, there is no pressure and no awkwardness with regards to organising a date to meet up. (laughs) You can say, oh, yeah, after COVID, 
And there is no after COVID at this point, is there? No. So you get away with it. Well, you you do, but but I I don't know if you've ever used these sites before. I I quite like to meet somebody fairly quickly because you know they might have good chat, but they are awful in real life, or or vice versa. You know they haven't got a great deal of chat, but actually you meet up with them and they're hot. So and also that's a free tea and a cake, isn't it? So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense because you're basically working out whether they're worth investing the time in. Exactly. Early on. And the babysitting money because, you know, look, to leave my house, it's 30 quid, you know. So you've got to be worth 30 quid in the first place. In the same way that couples split the cheque on a date. Yeah. Do you not ask them for half the babysitting money? I should do. I should do. I, I've only ever been out with one guy who has offered to pay for the babysitter. And I thought that was a really nice touch. If they wrote that in their profile, would you think that's really decent or that's really desperate? Yeah, I think I'd probably go with the latter, actually. Maybe if he kept his powder dry on that one and just suggested it at the end of the date. Well, if they took me to the Jetty restaurant at the Harbour Hotel, right, and they paid for the meal and they paid for the wine, (laughs) I'm quite happy to cover off the babysitter then. You're in profit, aren't you? (laughs) You know me too well. (laughs) Now, while we're talking about eating out, let's talk about our next guest. And there are loads of local beverages produced in Southampton and the New Forest. We've got uh, gin, we've got Lymington Roasters coffee, and now... We've got tea as well. Ian Tiffin is owner of the New Forest Tea Company in Lyndhurst and he caught up with Zoe this week to tell us about their plans. The tea itself, unfortunately, we don't yet have the right growing conditions in the New Forest to uh, grow the tea. Um, (laughs) But uh, you never know with um, the advent of polytunnels and things like that, you never know in the future. Basically, uh, myself and my wife, Kelly, and our lovely Gracie, our cockapoo, um, we sort of came upon the idea of the New Forest Tea Company during in lockdown um, as an addition to our original tea business um, so uh, yeah it's, it's something that we're, we're looking to obviously um, use the goodwill of people who are uh, looking to buy locally um, and, and support local businesses yeah. um, which we've seen obviously a growth of through um, the lockdown period and beyond at the moment we we source all our teas from the, the best estates around the world. Um, they're ethically sourced. And uh, what we're doing is having them packaged into compostable tea bags to make it nice and easy for you. Oh, brilliant. That's good. It's one of the main things behind our, our ethos is that um, everything we do is compostable and leaves no trace. And that's all driven by Gracie the cockapoo, I'm sure, isn't it? It, it is very yeah. very much so, good. yeah. She's, she's very much the head of tales and marketing, as they say. Well read on the subject, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the Greta Thunberg of the dog world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's 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 very green, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what can we expect from a New Forest tea then? What, what what's the difference? They do come in a bag, but they are full leaf. So, if you took the high quality loose leaf tea, um, then you put that into a bag, and then you're not losing anything in translation. With a lot of uh, high street offerings of tea, and um, they tend to be. Um, the byproduct of the tea process put into a bag so you're not actually getting the quality okay so this is what they've swept up off the floor at the end of the day right yeah i didn't want to say that in so many words so if you're going to give me a you know a higher standard of product then I'm, yeah i'm quite happy with that and at the moment 
you know, this is, tea is something that I very much rely on. I think probably more than gin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I sort of punctuate my day with tea and I'm very much just sort of, okay, we're all struggling at the moment. I'm going from... I've just got to get from one cup of tea to the next. That's all I've got to yeah, do. So it's, it's, a G, it's a, a GNT, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever gets us through. Um, and yeah, I, exactly. And it used to be, you know, people would say, okay, one week at a time or one day at a time. I'm like, one tea at a time. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, well, yeah. We, yeah I, th- I think we actually mark our days by the cups of tea that we have. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we, we, we can get through it that way. But no, I mean, the, the selection that we have, um, we're starting with a, a collection of we call it the magnificent seven um which is our launch collection uh and we're hoping to launch the website um next week uh which will be the last week of january everything will be available on on the website and also we're looking that uh, the teas will be available throughout the forest at various uh, food outlets and hotels and b&bs when they can um, hopefully open at some point in the near future okay that's great right well we'll we'll jump on the website then new forest tea is where it's at yeah and um that's what we we want to see more tea yeah so yeah newforesttecompany.com will be going live next week obviously people can have a look on our social they can see what gracie looks like and if they <laughs> if they want to see what kelly and i look like um on a, on a good day we're also on there i mean it's all yeah, about yeah, gracie yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah. come on oh definitely yeah she's she's definitely the the, the head of everything so yeah yeah <laughs> ian tiffin owner of the new forest tea company in lindhurst their website is coming soon and i never knew that the tea bags we bought in the supermarket wasn't always the best quality tea and it was Did you? no the the lesser quality bits of tea the dress I wasn't expecting that at all. We're getting right into all those different teas and stuff now, though, aren't we? It excites me because I love a cup of tea. You break your day into tea as well, I notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One cup of tea to the other. Yeah, that's all we're doing. The other thing that's been massive, sort of food and drink-wise, is these um, wrap hacks. So have you seen this? So you put out a wrap... And you quarter it up. So you'll put like a breakfast wrap would be a quarter bacon, a quarter sausage, quarter beans, quarter egg. Um, and then you fold it up into a triangle um, and then and then you eat it like that. And it's amazing. Have you seen these, Simon? No, this has passed me by completely. And I don't know how, because my teenager is normally pretty good on food fads and stuff like that. So you're talking about like a tortilla wrap. yes. And then you put different foodstuffs in different quarters and yeah. then you fold it in half and then fold that over. Yeah. So you end up with a triangle yeah. and then you trough the whole thing. Yes, exactly. So so what would you have? Because I know that there's a there's a big fan in my house of marshmallows, Nutella, biscuits <laughs> and jam. Ooh, now. Yeah, that's the one that we're going for. It's rather lovely. Banana? Yeah. Biscoff. Yeah. And I don't know what I'd do with the other two bits, to be honest. Nutella. It's got to be Nutella, no, right? No, because Biscoff and Nutella kind of count as... The, so there would be fruit, there would be spread. Yeah. There might be squirty cream. Yeah. And then there might be probably another fruit, I would think. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm going with that. I enjoy that. It's the new smoothie. It sounds like a great idea, though, for getting kids interested in food. Yes, absolutely. Unless you make one that is cabbage, greens, sprouts and carrots. (laughs) (laughs) 
that would be a fantastic trade-off. You can say you can pick three of the four quarters, yeah. but the other one has got to be a vegetable that you don't like. That's probably a great way of negotiating with a child that doesn't want to eat vegetables because they're getting three things they like to one thing that they don't like that's good for them. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm going to have to go and look out for that. Maybe you could uh, you could share some of your rap hack inspiration on our social media channels. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's see what everybody's making. Um, I know that you're a big fan, Simon, of selling on FaceBay. I saw what I thought was a cheeky post on FaceBay this week. Somebody put up, um, this was on the Eastley FaceBay page. Um, they put up that they were selling a Gucci box. So they've had something delivered from Gucci, and it has the tape around it saying Gucci. <laughs> They've taken the thing out of the box, and it's just a cardboard box, but it's got some tape on it that says Gucci, and they were selling the box for 10 quid. They've obviously heard our last podcast where I talked about how you can stick any old tat on FaceBay, and it goes. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, somehow. But I want to know whether or not you've got a room in your house where you've just got lots of monitors where you're constantly tracking all of these different Facebook, FaceBuy groups. <laughs> because when I stuck those storage boxes on at the weekend, you were on them in about five seconds flat. <laughs> I'm just on Facebook a lot. Yeah, I gather. <laughs> so just a couple of little things that you should look out for this week. Camp Bestival at home. It's on Sundays. It's on Facebook. Last week, it was Dick and Dom that were hosting it. Um, It's loads and loads of fun. You know, if you're looking for just something to do on a Sunday morning, it's brilliant. That's at 10 o'clock on Sundays. And then Poulton's Park. And this is massive news because we've been waiting, haven't we, with bated breath for the new Tornado Springs bit to open and they haven't managed to do that yet but we're hoping that that's going to open in March and people will be able to go on all of those rides but this week they put on YouTube a video of them testing out all of the rides and everything in Tornado Springs so that looks amazing it just looks fantastic and do you remember when me and my little one went down there sort of October half term yeah and we had a look around the new bit you know they They've got those cars, they've got a couple of roller coasters, there's a couple of really big rides, the cyclone and, oh, it just looks fantastic. But if you go onto YouTube, you can now absolutely see how it all works. Fantastic. And while you're on social media, if you're not following our channels, please look for us on Twitter, on Facebook and on Instagram as well. And do get in touch if you see something interesting. In fact, we're hoping to chat to someone next week who's been doing something interesting locally with a chainsaw. <laughs> More on that, hopefully, in episode 37. Thanks again for listening. Try and stay positive. You know where we are if you need a chat. And have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 